0: Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you'd like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. or we'll come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. morning, I want to read to you and speak to you from the book of John chapter 8. Bridge City kids, have the w- the best time ever. And teachers, thank you for your service to these beautiful little people. <laughs> John chapter 8, uh, from verse 31 to 36. And my message this morning I've called, uh, Living in the Truth and Freedom of God. So... Reading from the New King James Version. Then Jesus said to those disciples who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word and declare, Lord God, that your word is truth, your word is life your word is directional. Your word is correctional. Your word is encouragement. Your word is a love letter to us, Lord God. And Lord, as I bring this word this morning, Father, let me be as the tongue of a skillful writer, Lord God, that you would, Lord, just bring forth your truth into the hearts of each one that's here today and everyone who's listening online. I pray, Father God, that as we leave this place today, we will have one measure of truth to walk out with and to build with and to be encouraged by and to be directed by Father God. And Lord, I thank you and give you all the praise and all the glory. We just, we just commit this time into your hands. I pray for open hearts for each one of us. And Lord God, I just thank you that, Lord, you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask, according to your riches in glory, through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And everyone said, Amen. In this chapter, chapter 8, I listened to this. Oh, multiple times this week I love to have the word of God in my home and um, in my vehicle and uh, wherever I go I like to just be washed with the word and I've listened to chapter eight over and over again this week and in chapter eight it starts off talking about um, Jesus the Jews who brought the woman caught in the act of adultery to him um, and it was a snare set by the Jews to try and trap him up and um, then it talks about Jesus being the light of the world from John 8:12 to 20. And then he predicts his departure, he predicts his death and the manner that he's going to die. And then the, the passage that I really want to look at today is concerning truth, freedom and abiding in his word. And then you've got to ask yourself, what is truth? And, you know, in the world that we're living in today, truth is so subjective, it's whatever you feel might be relative to your situation. But the objective truth of God is the Word of God and truth is verified and it's an indisputable fact. Anything else other than that is a subjective thing which comes down to opinion and possibly current trend of thought. So what we need to know is that God's truth is is as relevant today to us as it was when it was written. It was as relevant today for us as when the the apostles walked the earth. And it's as relevant today for us in whatever we have confronting us to walk in the life that God has given us. So truth is a verified and indisputable fact. So the opposite of that is a lie. And Satan is the father of lies. So... It also says in John 10.10, the thief comes but to kill, to steal and to destroy. And when you are being spoken to by the father of lies, that is what is designed to do, is to... to To knock you off your feet so that you are being confronted with lies and not the truth of God's word. To steal you, your your way of life, to rob you of your joy, to rob you of your peace. To put uncertainty into your heart, to put doubt and fear into your mind. And if if we entertain the lies that the enemy would bring against us, then we are not walking in the truth. The objectivity of that truth is that... It does not change. And truth is personified in the person of Jesus Christ. Grace and truth. Grace and truth is Jesus. He brings grace into our lives so that we can be free to walk in his truth as it's written in the Word of God. So what does truth do? It gives us a foundation. It gives us a foundation of reality based on fact. And when you're building your life on fact... You can be unshakable. I spoke last week about building on the right foundations, how we're building our house. But the truth of God's word gives us the reality of what it's like to walk in his truth, not on what we're feeling, not on what we're seeing, but what God's word says. And we know that in God's truth, his promises for you are yes and amen when we're walking in him. The word says, abide in my word. What does that mean? It means live in the word of God. Live in the word of God. Let it be your all in all. Whatever you see in your world, whatever is coming against you, whatever is confronting you, filter it. See with the eyes of the natural, but then filter it through the lens of faith. Filter it through to say, what does God's word say about these things? And there's many examples of things where the lie is spoken over your life, but what does God's word say about you? Those lies may amount to things like, you will never amount to anything. You will never be anyone. Look at what you've done. You will never be forgiven. Look at the condemnation that comes when the enemy comes as the father of lies and lays that stuff on you. But when we abide in the word and those things come against us, and there is a battle, there's a battle on for our souls, there is a battle on to knock us off our feet and make us unsure of the foundation that we're walking on and building our lives on. But Jesus said, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Wisdom And grace through the person of Jesus Christ and through the truth of the things he said. And it puts uh, an emphasis on trusting in God, like in Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding because your own understanding is subjective. But in all your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge God, acknowledge that he is the Lord of your life. Jesus is your saviour, he's your deliverer. He's the Baptizer in the Holy Ghost. He's the one that holds you in the palm of his hand. No weapon formed against you will prosper when you are abiding in him and in his word and walking in the path that he sets before you. Trust in him with faith like a child. To have that faith, we've got to have trust. And in this passage we see there's two precious promises made to those oh, I'm getting really excited about this <laughs> two precious promises you shall know the truth the truth will make you free and even those that even those that have a portion of truth can walk in portion of light we can walk in darkness or we can walk in light And Jesus is the light of the world, as it says earlier in that passage of Scripture. But, you know, it's a privilege, it's an incredible privilege to know that our lives are in his hands and that he has a plan for us, just like Pastor Trevor said. He knows the plans he has for us, plans to prosper us, to give us a future, to give us a hope when we seek him with all of our hearts and to do that we've got to be able to separate ourselves off from the lies of the world and the lies that have been spoken over you and the lies and circumstances which rob you of the peace and the joy as Pastor Trevor said in his communion that are robbing us of the joy for now because sometimes we're of a mindset that oh it'll all be all right when we get to heaven. It will But it's the now that we can walk in his truth and in his freedom. And the condition is, if you abide in my word. You see, it's the most incredibly gracious promise of Jesus to us all. That if we continue in his word, we will know the truth. And the truth gives us those aha moments. Those revelation moments. I can remember back in 1992, I just we'd just been um, just received salvation. We'd just given our hearts to Jesus, and I was diagnosed with a kidney disease. And I can remember we we came out of the surgery, and they they'd spoken some stuff over me, which um, even as a new Christian, it it started to put fear into my heart. And I went and sat on the beach, and I opened the Bible. And Vic was with me and the the children, as you can imagine, they were all really little at that time and running around and I opened it to a passage of scripture and it said, this sickness is not unto death but it's unto my glory. And that passage stayed with me from 30 years ago all of that time. You see, that is bringing what is subjective and what is opinion into your heart and saying, Lord, what are you saying about it? What does the word of God say about it? Because the objective truth of God is that when God speaks to you through a Rema through his word, you can trust in him because God is not a man that he should lie and he will always speak truth. And you know, we have seasons and there are things that you can say, well, this one didn't get healed or, you know, I can speak personally my husband is totally healed now, he is totally healed now and we were believing for healing and we were believing that he was going to be delivered from this curse of sickness and yet We got exactly what we were believing for because he is healed and he is whole and he is running on the streets of gold and he's up there with Jesus. And so what we see, our subjective truth, even in that area of healing, is not necessarily the objective truth of what God is saying in his word. But we hold fast to his word of truth. We exercise faith and we walk in the faith according to the knowledge that we have in him. So we know it's all going to be good in the end. In the end, it all works out. But we've got to walk through it. And we need to walk through it in truth and in his freedom. Not being bound by the deeds of darkness. Not being bound by our past. Not being bound by opinions. Or fill in the blanks. See, trusting in God with all our hearts and all our souls... And we can think that we're free. My sleeve is really annoying me. Hang on. We can think we're free, but are we? You see, we can never be truly free until we've got all the facts. What is freedom? Freedom is a state of grace. And it's not freedom to go out and sin and do all the stuff that you used to do. It's freedom to be the person that God's made you to be. If you think that you're a little lamb or a little sheep and and Jesus is the shepherd and and these days we see great big paddocks with fences and those sheep, they they will often clamber together, they will often walk together in a pack but then you see one who has this revelation, wow, look at that paddock. I'm going to run all the way to that fence and then I'm going to run all the way to that fence and then all the way back again. You see, it's like us in God. He has given us a sphere of influence that we can run in, that we can walk in, staying within the boundaries that he has set before us and the boundaries that are to keep us safe and the boundaries that are to stop us from getting outside so that the enemy can have a go at us. And so in those boundaries, we've got to understand that the freedom that God has given us is impactful. And when we have that aha moment... I can do this because God has given me the freedom to do this. It's the truth that sets us free to walk in the freedom that God's given us. And it's to be the person that God has created us to be, not to be made in the mold that media would have you believe is what it what is to be aspired to or to attain it's to be the best you that you can be that God has made you to be you see you are unique we are not clones of each other everyone has a different DNA and that's how God designed us so that we can we are God's workmanship created in him for good works we're his craftsmanship created to do the things he's called us to do that only we can do in partnership with him And so walking in that freedom, running around our paddock, saying, I'm free, skip, skip, skip. It's awesome. And I'll get to that in a minute. Too much. (laughs) The truth that Christ teaches us sets us free. We have this privilege as God's children to know his truth. He wants to speak to us. And last week I talked about prayer. And how it's communication and it's two-way. We talk to God and then he talks to us. So it's talking and it's listening. Christ teaches us the truth of our lives and his teaching sets us free. Isaiah 61.1 says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted." to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. That's the mandate of the church, for each and every one of us to walk in according to the season that we're in and the plan God has for us, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to set the captives free, those that are bound. And the spirit of the living God gives us the capacity and the ability to, And the freedom to do that. Spirit of the living God says we're free from guilt because of the cross of Jesus Christ and the blood that he shed for us. We can be free from bondage and corruption. And the good news is that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And as Paul said, of whom I was the worst. And look what God did with him when he had that revelation on that road. And he had three days blind and then the scales fell from his eyes and he was able to see, truly see who God was and who Jesus was. It's amazing. It is amazing. We can be free to know that we we can dine in the presence of our enemies. Like it says in Psalm 23, our cup will run over He's prepared a banquet before us in the presence of our enemies and we can be there and truly free knowing that God watches over us. God seeks those who want to know his truth and to walk in his truth. We're free to receive the promises and the privileges of the as children of God, we're free to receive the, the eternal life that God has promised us. And it doesn't just begin when we cross over and go to heaven. It begins from the moment we say yes to Jesus We're free to make those choices. God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We're free because he restores our soul. He enlarges our mind. He gives us the mind of Christ for our situation. He's given us his word to direct us and correct us, to love on us. This is a love letter from the Lord to us. Read the word. Listen to the word. Pray. Seek his face. We're free. We are free. Those whom the sun sets free, free indeed. Free indeed, and free indeed. We are free not to run out and do whatever we like, but free to gamble through our paddock and experience everything that God has given us and to do all that God has put in our hands to do as well. 2 Corinthians 3, 17, now this Lord is spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You see, there are people in the world who are think, that, think that they're free and yet they're not. God has given us that spirit of liberty through his truth to make us free. We all do the best with what we can in our lives and God brings restoration back to us one day at a time, one line upon line, one precept upon precept. And it's staying in that word of God so that the lies of the enemy are not going to affect us. When I came into relationship with God, Jesus set me free from fear of death. And, you know, he really set me free right from that moment 30 years ago. And I, to to God's glory and to God's praise, I never have a day or a moment of fear in my whole life in God. And that's absolutely a gift of God. And as I've thought about it, it's like, Lord why why am I so abnormal everybody has fear i don't have fear and it's because of what god has called me to do and where he's called me to walk and how he's called me to walk and for all of us we've got a story to tell all of us have got a story of of god's grace and god's forgiveness and god's god's anointing and empowering to walk the path that he's set before each one of us and yet there's a there's a freedom in that but the, The world would say you should be afraid of this or you should be afraid of that or you should not go there or you shouldn't do this and yet when we are doing what God has called us to do he anoints our feet he anoints our path his word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path and he takes us where we need to be because we are abiding in his word we're under his protection we're under his covering no weapon formed against you will prosper when you are in the will of God. Amen? Amen. 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 We cannot change our past. We cannot change our past. But our today and our future is a choice. It's a choice and we can make it. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. We've got to shape our worldview according to the Word of God. We must, all these woke elements in the world saying everything is okay unless you disagree with them or if you're a Christian. Wrong. We've got to shape our worldview according to his truth. And to know his truth, we've got to abide in the word of God. We're not left-wing, we're not right-wing. We're centred in and around and through God. Yeah. Rooted and grounded and founded and growing in God's word and God's truth. And I'm so sick of political correctness. The word of God will show us. The Word of God will show us. And then the Word of God and His Spirit gives us courage to take a stand. We've got to choose our battles, absolutely. But the Word of God and His Spirit will show us when and how, what way we wield the sword, how we move forward, how we take ground, how we love our enemies, how we minister to the not-yet-believers how we walk in his truth. You see, only God knows the beginning from the end and everything in between. And we need his wisdom. We need to walk in wisdom and we need to walk in the timing that he has set for us. James 1.5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, ask of him and he will give it in abundance without reproach and he will give us the wisdom we need. My prayer daily is, God, give me wisdom and then let me have clarity of how to appropriate that wisdom in my personal walk and in my walk as the pastor of this church. I'm so dependent upon God and his word for his wisdom because in my weakness, I'm feeble. (laughs) But in him, we can live and move and have our being. And if we're relying on him, abiding in him and in his word, he gives us the truth that we need for our now. He gives us revelation of our past, a truth for now and direction for the future that he wants to take us in. Don't think small. Our God is a mighty God, a big God, a huge God. And he wants to do incredible things. He wants to enlarge our tent pigs, He wants to enlarge our territories. And if we're going to walk in the path he sets before us, we've got to know his truth. Not the subjective truth. The objective word of God, stuff filtered through the lens of the Holy Spirit truth. Amen? Amen. He's a God who knows the whole picture and total 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 commitment to him means that we can walk in his truth and in his freedom in his love he's a holy god he doesn't want us to struggle on our own and you might be facing situations in your life and saying well I, I feel really anxious about this or I feel you know I don't know how this is going to work out you don't need to know You need to do today in the power of God, in the power of His Spirit. And you need to commit each day to Him so that you can walk in that. And you need to trust God, trust Him with all your heart, 100% of your heart, and throw yourself on Him. Lord, receive me today, lead me today, guide me today, show me today, use me today, fill me today, restore me today. There's so much that will come against the joy that God wants us to walk in and the freedom that he wants us to walk in. But Jesus is our truth. He is our truth. He came to set the captive free. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life, eternal life from the moment we say yes to Jesus. When I was praying some weeks ago, it was before I went to Israel, God downloaded some stuff to me. And I want to share it with you today because it's helped me incredibly. And a lot of people that I've spoken to, I've been able to share it with as well. But the battle is on for us. The battle is on to undermine our confidence, our strength, and our faith, and the lies that the enemy is whispering in our ears. And God spoke to me and said, You win the battle. Not By fighting the lie, but by knowing the truth. You win the battle, not by fighting the lie, but by knowing the truth. Jesus said, if you know me, you will abide in the truth. And the truth will set you free. Amen. You're sitting at his table. Just see this. Close your eyes for a minute. You're sitting at that table. He's anointed your head. You're in the presence of those enemies around you, whispering. Some of them are screaming. But you have the abundance and the peace of God despite what's happening around you. You win the battle. By not fighting the lie, but by knowing the truth. Know Jesus, you know the truth. Grace and truth through Christ. John 1.14, the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.17, you see we can never do it by trying to tick all the boxes of the law. That's where the grace of God comes in. Through Moses, we could never achieve it. But in Jesus, we can do it all in him. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We can never keep the law in our own strength. We have and we are in the grace of God. We are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. It's an amazing truth. And it's something that I've got to remind myself of frequently. We can't just go through life staying on that straight narrow and not experiencing or experimenting with who we are in God and the things he wants to do in us. We are created in him to do the things he's given us to do. And don't come under condemnation. You see, when you start to fight the law, the lie, you come under that condemnation. But when you come into that understanding of knowing the truth, knowing Jesus, he will bring the conviction that we need to make any adjustments we need. Not the enemy, not people around. Because sometimes the people that are closest to you are the ones that speak and really pierce your soul because they're not always speaking the things that God wants you to know. And that's where if you've got relationship with someone, that means there's an attachment and there's a vulnerability. And sometimes the enemy will use people next to you to speak those things into your life to undermine you. They don't mean it. But when those words are spoken, you can't take them back. What you need to do is give them to God. And again, filter those things through the cross of Christ, filter them through the spirit and what the word says about it. You are not fearful, you're courageous. You are not a liar, you're full of faith. You are not poor and downcast. You are mighty men and women of God. You are not people without a future. You have a future, you have a hope. You have the Spirit of God. Whatever God calls you to do, He gives you the strength to do it and anoints you to do what He's given you to do. No matter what it is, if God has spoken it, it will be in his timing, because God is not a man that he should lie. But the key is abiding in the word, knowing the truth, and the truth sets us free. Amen. I'm out of time, I think. So, why don't we pray? Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your word. Lord God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're our comforter, you're our helper. And Lord, we don't have to believe the lie. We don't have to battle the lie. We just need to know the truth and the truth will set us free as we abide in you and in your word. God, I pray for my brothers and sisters here. And that truth begins with knowing Jesus and knowing him as Saviour and Lord. If there be one here today or one online that does not yet know Jesus as Saviour and Lord and wants to receive, I pray right now as you reach out to him, say, God, receive me. I am a sinner, but I understand that Jesus died for me. That he came in my place to take upon himself the sin of my my sin and the sin of the world. Forgive my sin. I give my life to you today. I ask you to wash me, to cleanse me. That I would have a passion for you and serving you all the days of my life. That I would abide in your word. That I would understand your word. That I would have a passion and a zeal for your word and serving you. And God, I thank you for the truth that you're going to speak into me as I do that in Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time today, please get in touch with us and we'll resource you with all you need to begin your walk with Jesus. But for those of us who are walking with Jesus and those of us who are not understanding fully, or battling that lie that the enemy is speaking into your life. I pray right now that the truth will set you free, that we can come boldly before the throne of grace and say, Lord, I'm I'm struggling with this. Lord, I'm in bondage to that. Lord, I've suffered abuse. I've suffered rejection. And it makes me feel so rubbish. But God, your word says... I am fearfully and wondrously made. You have a plan for my life. You have called me victorious. You have set me upon a rock. And I pray today for anyone who's feeling that battle, that knowing you, Lord Jesus, and a revelation today of you and your truth will set us in freedom for all that you want to do in us and through us. Father God, I pray right now that each one of us can rise to a new level of trust and faith, that we would understand the truth, the objective truth, which used to just be called truth, but now has so many semantics. Lord God, I thank you that your truth, your grace is sufficient for us, Lord God. And Father, we just declare in this house, Father God, a lion in the sand. Father, we're crossing from from subjectivity into objectivity and walking in the power that you have for us so we can truly be free indeed, free in all that you have for us, Father. We cast aside every weight that would, Lord God, deter us and cause us to run at a speed that is not the one you've set for us. And we look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith this morning. We just declare your lordship over our lives. We thank you, Lord God, for the power of your word. We thank you, Lord God, for the truth of your word. We thank you, Lord God, that the truth truly makes us free. And God, we give you all the praise and all the glory for all that you're doing, for all that you've done, and for all that you are about to do in us and through us. And I pray this in the mighty and the matchless and the most holy and wonderful name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. We'll come along to our Sunday service at 10am